Hello everyone, my name is David, and this is episode 18 of the Team Truth Podcast. Today we will be reading 1 Samuel chapter 4 and 5. I decided that we would read two chapters this week because I felt like last week it was kind of short, and these two chapters are also very short. So combined, they'll become a normal length episode. So with that, go ahead and grab your Bible or your phone for the Bible app and find your way over to 1 Samuel chapter 4. First Samuel chapter 4 verse 1 The Philistines capture the ark At that time Israel was at war with the Philistines The Israelite army was camped near Ebenezer and the Philistines were at Aphek The Philistines attacked and defeated the army of Israel killing 4000 men After the battle was over The troops retreated to their camp, and the elders of Israel asked, Why did the Lord allow us to be defeated by the Philistines? Then they said, Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from Shiloh. If we carry it into battle with us, it will save us from our enemies. So they sent men from to Shiloh to bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Heaven's armies, who is enthroned between the cherubim. Fani and Phinehas, the sons of Eli, were also with the Ark of the Covenant of God. When all the Israelites saw the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord coming into the camp, their shout of joy was so loud it made the ground shake. What is going on? The Philistines asked. What's all that shouting in the Hebrew camp? When they were told it was because the Ark of the Lord had arrived, they panicked. The gods have come into their camp, they cried. This is a disaster. We have never had to face anything like this before. Help! Who can save us from these mighty gods of Israel? Are They are the same gods who destroyed the Egyptians with the plagues. When Israel was in the wilderness, fight as never before, Philistines. If you don't, we will become the Hebrew slaves, just as they have been ours. Stand up, men, and fight. So, the Philistines fought desperately, and Israel was defeated again. The slaughter was great. 30,000 Israelite soldiers died that day. The survivors turned and fled to their tents. The Ark of God was captured, and Hophini and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were killed. Verse 12 The Death of Eli A man from the tribe of Benjamin ran from behind the battle ran from the battlefield and arrived at Shiloh later that same day. He had torn his clothes and put dust on his head to show his grief. Eli was waiting beside the road to hear the good news of hear the news of the battle. 
for his heart trembled for the safety of the Ark of God. When the messenger arrived and told what happened, an outcry responded throughout the town. What is all the noise about? Eli asked. The messenger rushed over to Eli, who was 98 years old and blind. He said to Eli, I have just come from the battlefield. I was there this very day. What happened, my son? Eli demanded. Israel has been defeated by the Philistines, the messenger replied. The people have been slaughtered, and your two sons, Ephrani and Phinehas, were also killed. And the Ark of God has been captured. When the message when the messenger mentioned that what had happened to the Ark of God, Eli fell backward from his seat beside the gate. He broke his neck and died, for he was old and overweight. And he had been he had been Israel's judge for forty years. Eli's daughter in law, the wife the wife of Phineas, was pregnant and near her time of delivery. When she heard that the Ark of God had been captured, that her father-in-law and husband were now dead, she went into labor and gave birth. She died in childbirth, but before she passed away, the midwives tried to encourage her. Don't be afraid, they said. You have a baby boy. But she did not answer or pay attention to them. She gave, she gave the, she named the child Ichabod, which means, where is the glory? For she said, Israel's glory is gone. She named him this because the Ark of God had been captured, and because her father-in-law and husband were dead. Then she said, the, the glory has been departed, has departed from Israel, for the Ark of God has been captured. First Samuel chapter 5 The Ark in Philistia Verse 1 After the Philistines captured the Ark of God, they took it from the battleground at Ebenezer to the town of Ashdod. They carried the Ark of God into the temple of Dagon and placed it beside an idol of Dagon. But when the citizens of Ashdod went to see it the next morning, Dagon had fallen with his face to the ground in the front of the Ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and put him in his place again. But the next morning, the same thing happened. Dagon had fallen face down before the Ark of the Lord again. This time, his head and hands were, had broken off. They were lying in the doorway. Only the trunk of his body was left intact. That is why, to this day, Neither the priests of Dagon nor anyone who enters the temple of Dagon in Ashdod will step on its, on its threshold. Then the Lord's heavy hand struck the people of Ashdod and the nearby villages with a plague of tumors. When, people, when the people realized what was happening, they cried out, We can't keep the Ark of God of Israel here any longer! He is against us. We will all be destroyed as 
along with Dagon, our god. So they called together the rulers of Philistine towns and asked, What should we do with the Ark of God of Israel? The rulers discussed it and replied, Move it to the town of God. So they so they moved the Ark of the God of Israel to God. But when the ark arrived at Gath, the Lord's heavy hand fell on its men, young and old. He struck them with a plague of tumors, and there was a great panic. So they sent the ark of God to the town of Ekron. But when the people of Ekron saw it, they cried out, They're bringing the ark of God of Israel here to kill us too. The people summoned the Philistine rulers against again and begged them please do not send the ark of God of Israel back to its own country or it will kill us all for the deadly plague from God had already begun and great fear was sweeping across the town those who didn't die were afflicted with tumors and the cry from the town arose to heaven Those were some pretty good chapters. Now, as usual, I have some notes that I'd like to share with you guys. Starting in chapter 4, verse 11, where it reads, The Ark of God was captured, and Hophani and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were killed. This is what the man of God from chapter 2 had said would happen, and it is now fulfilled. Then moving on to chapter 4, verse 18, where it reads, Eli fell backward from his seat beside the gate. He broke his neck and died, for he was old and overweight. He had been Israel's judge for over 40 years. Eli knew that the word from the man of God had been fulfilled, right as he heard that both of his sons were ki- had died. So he was in so much shock that it had happened that he fell over and died. Then... In chapter 4, verse 21, it talks about Phineas' wife and her the naming of her child. It reads, She named the child Ichabod, which means, Where is the glory? For she said, Israel's glory is gone. She named him this because the ark of God had been captured and because her father-in-law and husband were dead. And here we see Phineas' wife sad because she has lost the Israel that she once knew. It no longer has the glory that it did before. Moving on into chapter 5, starting in verse 3, it says, But the citizens of Ashdod went to see it the next morning. Dagon had fallen with his face to the ground in front of the Ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and put him in his place again. So this is where the this is when the people the is the Philistines yeah the Philistines had taken the ark of the ark of god and put it in front of their god or what they thought was their god uh Dagon and so they go to bed 
and then just I th- honestly I think it's kind of funny that like they finally get this like prized treasure like oh my goodness we have the ark of the lord of the Israelites like we are now super powerful and so they place it in front of their idol for some reason most likely thinking oh this will be a good spot to put it and then the next morning they're all shocked that Dagon had fallen so th- so then they're like okay well uh maybe there was just a strong gust of wind and everyone was asleep or something so they go ahead and put him back up but then in verse four it reads but the next morning the same thing happened Dagon had fallen face down before the Ark of the Lord again. This time, his head and hands had broken off and were lying in the door, in the doorway. Only the trunk of his body was left intact. So the next day, the same thing happens, and they all start to panic and realize that it's the Ark of the Lord doing this. I mean, just just imagine this. You're hearing about this cool new thing, maybe a video game or something. Yeah, let's go with a video game. And you've been waiting and waiting for the game to come to your house because you ordered it online or something. You get it, you pop it into your gaming console, maybe it's an Xbox or PS5, and you boot it up, you start playing, and then like 10 minutes later, you get an error message. You think, that's weird. So you take it out, you make sure the disc is doesn't have any scratches, and then you plop it back in, you play it for another 10. This time it goes for a little bit longer, so let's say just 20 minutes. You get another error message, so you try again. This time, your Xbox won't turn on, or your PS5 won't turn on, and you realize, uh-oh, my this game has just completely broken my console. And now I can't play anything on it. That would kind of suck, right? Like, just have it, have something, and then an hour later, it's just gone. Well, that's kind of what Satan does when he tries to tempt you. He shows you something that is cool. So in this case, it's that video game. And it's cool in the moment, like when you're playing it, and maybe even for a little while, even when it's still working. But sooner or later, it destroys your lifestyle. And in this case, that lifestyle would be the Switch. No, not the Switch, the Xbox or PS5. Sorry, I have a Switch, so that's what my mind went to. Anyway, I just think it's hilarious that the Philistines are just kind of playing hot potato with the Ark of the Lord. Just like, hey, I, I don't, we don't want this anymore. Here, you take it. What? No, we heard what it happened, what it did to you and your God. We don't want it. You, here, you take it. And finally, this other city called Elkron, Ekron, I think is how you say it, takes it. And then, after a while, in verse, chapter 5, verse 11, it reads, Please send the Ark of God of Israel back to its own country, or it will kill us all. For the deadly plague from God had already begun, and great fear was sweeping across the town. 
So now the people of Ekron were fearing God because they knew he what he could do to them. So so now they have decided to return the ark back to the Israelites, which happens in chapter 6. And we'll get to that next week. So we kind of went from an episode that was pretty short to an episode that's a little bit longer than normal. It's still around the same time as the normal episode, but it's still kind of long. So my name is David. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at David underscore M weight, W-A-I-T-E, all lowercase. And just shoot me a message telling me that you're from the Teen Truth Podcast and I'll let you follow me because my account is currently on private. And with that all out of the way, thank you for tuning in to the Teen Truth Podcast, and don't forget to keep reading the Bible.